morning po sa bawat isa. Welcome home to our Sunday service. We are glad and grateful po kay Lord na muli pinagsama-sama niya po tayo. At binigyan po tayo ng Panginoon na pagkakataon na tipon, whether online or sa family po natin, sa living room, sa bedroom, or sa anumang pong room nasan man tayo sa umagang ito. We are grateful dahil God has granted us an opportunity uh, for us to be together and to encounter His presence wherever we are this morning. Kaya we want to greet you a warm light church welcome po if you're watching here from the Philippines or even other parts of the world. Kami po ay nagagalak at natutuwa that you have chosen to be with us this morning and to spend your time with us in worship, in word, in prayer, and in fellowship. Kahit gantong virtual lang po ang ating setup sa umagang ito. Um, we are on our first week ng month of August. Kaya tayo po ay talagang tuloy-tuloy na din po sa maybe last stretch of this year, 2021. And we are excited to what God has been doing for the past few weeks sa ating pong series na At the End of Age. And uh, this morning, we're gonna continue on. Uh, ang ating po, we're gonna continue po ang ating pag-aaral and we're gonna continue to believe that God is gonna speak to our hearts, challenge our hearts, compel and convict our hearts to be able to live a life worthy of the calling na binigay po ng Panginoon sa atin. And at the same time, uh, a life of joy-filled urgency that every day we live with a sense of mission perspective that everything that we do, I, um, God is calling us to live it out for Him. So, so magang po ito, hindi lang di po ako dito nagsasolo sa stage. Uh, may kasama po akong mga... Um, ano po ba tawag dito? Uh, in person. I think pwede natin pakita sila on, on the cut sa screen. Um, yan. So kasama ko po dyan ilang mga volunteers po natin. And uh, um, by the way, since we're all fully online pa po mga kapatid, um, itong mga on-site po na mga kaibigan po natin o kasama po natin sa church ay uh, or kapatid, ano po ba, kaibigan, kapatid, um, lahat po ito ay gusto lang po din namin mabigyan tayo ng pagkakataon na, na you know, we, we want to create an atmosphere at least for you online wherein um, nasa gathering pa rin po tayo uh, na, na on-site. Kaya sa mga malilit na gantong changes po ay we hope na makatulong po to na makapag-engage po tayo even kahit po sa via chat or even if may gusto po kayong i-message sa amin na prayer request or praise reports, ay sama-sama po nating uh, ilapit po yan kay Lord. Kaya sa so umagang po ito, let us get our Bibles if you have them. I hope you have them this morning, whether it's a physical Bible or a digital Bible. Nasa pang limang linggo na po tayo ng ating pag-aaral na at the end of age. And... Ayan, mukhang may nag-i-stream din dito sa stage. <laughs> um, buksan po natin ang Bible po natin sa Romans chapter 10. I hope and pray that these verses can help frame our study po this morning. Okay po? So if you're ready, pwede niyo pong ilagay sa chat. I am ready to read the Word of God this morning. Romans chapter 10. Sama-sama po natin basahin together. Sabi po dito ni Apostle Paul, Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for the Israelites 
is that they may be saved. For I can testify about them that they are zealous for God, but their zeal is not based on knowledge. Since they did not know the righteousness that comes from God and sought to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. Christ is the end of the law, so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. Moses describes in this way the righteousness that is by the law. The man who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that is by faith says, Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down. Or who will descend into deep? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is your mouth and in your heart. That the word that is the word of faith we are proclaiming. Verse 9. That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess our and are saved. Verse 11, as the scripture says, anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Verse 14, how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how then can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear someone without preach? How can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. But not all Israelites accepted the good news. For, is, for Isaiah says, The Lord who has, be, who has believed our message, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Of course they did. Their voice has gone out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. Again, I ask, did Israel not understand? First, Moses says, I will make you envious by those who are not a nation. I will make you angry by a nation that has no understanding. And Isaiah boldly says, I was found by those who did not seek me. I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. Last verse, but concerning Israel, he says, all day long, I have held out my hands to disobedient and obstinate people. Okay. Amen. God bless for the reading of His Word. Um, can I request that Okay. Thank you. If you are first time po sa umaga nito, we're glad that you are joining with us. 
We're grateful for uh, if you are a first time, please make sure to chat somewhere along that you are a first time. We would love to connect with you. But katrapos lang po natin magbasa ng that's um, ilang verses yon. 21 verses this morning. And from this particular scripture po sa umaga nito, we will be entering into a new portion ng ating po pag-aaral uh, sa, sa buong series na to about the end of age, which we will enter into that portion called the judgment of God. The judgment of God. So the title po sa umagang ito sa ating po pag-aaral, you can write this somewhere along, is A Call to All. A Call to All. I believe that every single person is called, is given an opportunity to be called by God. And this calling sa bawat isa na ibinibigay po ng Panginoon sa buong mundo is, is something that we can participate in, join in, belong in, and, and be a part of. Because in these last days, God is going to use you and me to call out people who is in the darkness so that they too can experience the promise of God um, na binigay po niya through His Son, Jesus Christ. So, kung ready na po tayo, uh, kung ready na po kayo, then we will pray. Pray po tayo. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this morning. We are grateful that we have been given this day, a day where we can experience life once again. Lord, testimony to Ama ng yung faithfulness sa buhay namin that as we live this day, Lord, you are not finished with us yet. You still have a plan and a purpose to unfold sa buhay namin. Kaya Lord, as we come together, even virtually sa aming Sunday service this morning, may you speak to us, Holy Spirit. Do what you only you can do and continue to mold and make our hearts so that as we learn your word, O oh God, it may fully uh, shape to be the person that you want us to be so that we can live our lives um, ultimately to, to, to what matters most for your glory. Maraming salamat po. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. Sige po. So, medyo madami po tayo ko-cover today. It's my goal to be able to cover this um, as we move along to our series. So, we will begin. I want to start po this morning uh, in summarizing lang po quickly ano po yung mga napag-aralan po natin last week. And by the way, if you haven't seen it po yet, um, we can already download um, all the, sur the study notes po for our study for the past three weeks sa ating pong Facebook page, me post po doon. You can read along the post and click the link and it will lead you to our YouTube channel. As a YouTube channel po, sa bawat message po every week ay sa description, nando po yung link where you can download uh, the, the study notes. We will try to find a way to make it easier for you para sa gayon po ay we can all access those files all together and continue to review about the topic for this morning or for the past few weeks po. Okay, so summary po natin for the past few weeks. Last week, pinag-aralan po natin, if you do remember our title, our title was The Hope of the World. And our study, um, again, summarize po natin doon sa tatlong P natin. Yung position po natin about the end times is that we believe in pre-tribulation. We're in, um, we believe that God will rapture the church. And as He raptured the church, 
um, it will enter into a time of tribulation, the earth, and everyone else na maiiwan po dito sa mundong ito. That's why the church is the hope of the world because we are the only people group in which God has granted a promise to be raptured out of this earth and experience the presence of our Jesus um, from that moment on. Um, we also believe that be, dahil sa, sa position na to na meron tayo, uh, we also believe the view of dispensationalism wherein ang ibig sabihin po nun is how God relates to humanity through different times and age. At uh, sa dalawang, um, dalawang stand po ng view na yun is ang dispensationalism, we believe that the, the, the biblical prophecies will literally come to pass at the end of age and that God has a different program or redemptive program for Israel and for the church. Kaya ang church, tayo po, we are raptured pre-tribulation because that's the program of God for us as the church. But for His original people group, the Israelites, God has a separate program for them which makikita po natin dito sa pag-aaral natin sa umagang ito. Uh, that is why uh, our position stands Firm wherein we believe na bago pa lang mag-tribulation, God will rapture the church, we will be out of this world, and we will be spared sa, sa, sa great suffering and pain na mararanasan ng mundo after the rapture and into the tribulation. Kaya therefore, dahil may gato po tayong pangako, ano po dapat daw yung posture natin? That we should have a posture of growth and um, guarding and growing, right? Guarding and growing. Nakawa po natin to sa 2 Peter 3, 17, 18, wherein it says that, diba, the, since we are warned by all of the things na mangyayari in the future, let us guard our hearts. And as we guard our hearts, so that um, we may hold on to our growing in the knowledge of grace of Christ sa ating pong buhay, so that, as we continue to guard, hindi lang tayo maging defensive sa mga bagay-bagay, kundi we, come, we become more knowledgeable, more understanding, more aware, and, at, and ultimately more deeper into our relationship with Christ. Sa, na as we move forward sa end of age, we will not fear, we will not doubt, we will not be confused because we know all of these things should and will come to pass. And then the last, ano yung part natin, that we would shine our light to the world and um, so that the people around us will see our good works and that they may know our God in heaven. So, ayun po yung last week, quick, quick summary um, natin. Nasa na po ba tayo sa journey natin ngayon? We are now on our third installment of this long series ng ating uh, pag-aaral. And this week po, we will be talking about the judgment of God. We started off with the heart of God, then the plan of God, and now we're gonna transition into the judgment of God. Ang goal po natin this week is that we would want to know what is the judgment of God at the end of age. Sa dami-dami na mangyayari at after the rapture, what is the plan of God? What is the judgment of God at the end of age? And to answer this question simply, it is the answer which is tribulation. What is the judgment of God after the rapture? That is the seven years of tribulation. The seven years of tribulation. So, 
Bakit po tayo pupunta sa tribulation? I want to share with you very, very shortly and quickly lang po um, as we build up dun sa pinaka-possession na i-uphold po natin about the, the years of tribulation. Three things po that is a truth about why there is tribulation. Maybe that's one of the questions I have. The Lord, bakit pa magkakaroon ng tribulation? And as a pre-trib, di ba, nasa pre-tribulation po yung stand natin, and also a dispensational view. We believe that God has a different redemptive program for Israel and the church. So ang church is, ang program ni Lord para sa church. Sino ba yung mga church? Tayo po yun, who believe in Jesus Christ. Sabi sa Romans kanina, di ba? Those who believe in our hearts and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord will be saved. So those people, if you were the person, and tayo po dito, who confessed Jesus is Lord with our mouth and believe that with our heart fully, then you are part of this growing big family of God called the church. Uh, the church has a program in which ang plano ng Lord para sa church is mararapture po tayo. So, during the tribulation, we believe that we're not gonna experience anymore the seven years of great suffering and pain because that's not the program of God for us. But the program of God for Israel, His own chosen people even at the beginning of time is is unfolded the reason why is because of these three or sorry four things four covenants na throughout the old testament and the new god has unfolded his promise as sinasabi niya i will fulfill this promise through time I want to just quickly pass through this kasi maintindihan po natin to kung bakit may tribulation uh, at the end of age. So the first one, ano po yung mga four covenants ng Panginoon towards His chosen nation, chosen people, the Israelites. The first one is the Abrahamic covenant. The Abrahamic covenant was given by God in the Genesis period time sa Bible wherein God has promised three major things. Land, seed, and blessings. Land, seed, and blessings. Throughout the Old Testament, in fact, yung promise po ng Panginoon kay Abraham always consists of these three things. Land, seed, and blessing. They will, be, uh, they will occupy a land, the promised land. They will be a great nation, diba? seed of all nations, and they will be a blessing. Not just to themselves, but to all the world. Sobrang blessed ang nation of Israelites that they will be a blessing not just for themselves but for all the world. The second covenant po ng Panginoon para sa kanyang bayan ng Israelites is the Davidic covenant. The Davidic covenant says that that there is and will be an eternal, just, and righteous king that will reign over the Israelites. In fact, kaya di ba ang mga tao sa New Testament sobrang excited sila na may paparating na Messiah at ang picture nila sa Messiah is siya ay powerful, political, militaristic person who will overthrow the Roman Empire. And so Jesus was not that kind of militaristic um, diba, overthrowing the Roman Empire. He established a different kingdom. We know that in the New Testament. Uh, he established a spiritual kingdom. That's why tayo po mga naniwala kay Jesus, kasama po tayo sa spiritual kingdom na inestablish niya. Pero sa Israelites, they are looking forward a fulfillment of a promise that one day there will actually be a, uh, there will be Jesus literally establishing a kingdom and he will rule a just and righteous 
in a just and righteous way. The third covenant po ng Panginoon sa bayan niya is called the Land Covenant. The Land Covenant. And the Land Covenant says that all the Jews around the world will return to Israel. As of now, kahit may bansa pong Israel, literally sa Middle East, many of the Israelites are still dispersed around the world. But there will come a time when every Israelite will come back to Israel. And so the fulfillment of this promise is still to come. The fourth covenant po ng ating Panginoon sa Israelites is the New Covenant. At the New Covenant speaks that there will be regeneration, forgiveness, and saving of the house of Israel. So tong apat na covenant po na ito, the Abrahamic Covenant, the Davidic Covenant, the Land Covenant, and the New Covenant, lahat po yan is still to be fulfilled is still to be fulfilled. That is why the tribulation is, is part of God's story and plan for what purpose? What purpose? What is the reason why there is a tribulation? Number one, because God will complete His discipline to the nation of Israel. God has to go through a process of disciplining His people. Bakit? Basang-basa po natin sa New Testament, even sa Old Testament. Kaya may mga propeta po na tinatawag si Jeremiah, a weeping prophet, or si Isaiah, a rejected prophet. Why? Because the nation of Israelites were very hard-headed. Napakatigas po ng ulo ng bansan ng mga tao or mga Israelites that they rejected God. And so, tribulation is one way that God uses to discipline His people. Sabi po sa Daniel 9.24, another prophecy na binanggit po ni Daniel, 77s are decreed for your people and your holy city to finish transgression. Ano ang reason ng tribulation? To put an end to sin, to atone for wickedness, and to bring everlasting righteousness, to seal up visions and prophecies, and to anoint the most holy place. The reason of tribulation is not just to, to make the nation of Israelites suffer. Hindi lang po yun. Ang reason po ng Panginoon is so that God would put an end to sin. Alam niyo po minsan, this is also applicable to us. God sometimes allows tribulation sa buhay natin, suffering sa buhay natin, karamdaman sa buhay natin. Bad things happen to us. For what reason? It's not just simply na maranasan lang natin yung bad things. It's because God wants to use those bad things to turn it for the good so that He can work a good thing for our lives. And this is the same thing ng plano po ng, ng Panginoon kay is, sa, sa bayan ng Israel. Kaya may tribulation is so that God can put an end to sin. At makikita po natin yan as we move on this morning. The second reason kung bakit may tribulation is because He will judge the unbelieving, the godless inhabitants of the earth. At makikita po natin yan sa pag-aaral natin from chapter 6 to chapter 18 ng tribulation. Or ng revelation. Tribulation. Ng revelation. So, what is the tribulation? Let's move on to the next slide. The tribulation first is a time of persecution for the faithful and apostasy by the faithless. Ang tribulation, this will be the years where yung mga faithful sa Panginoon, yung mga hindi nakasama po sa rapture, the faithful ones, yung naniwala kay Jesus Christ, they will suffer persecution. But 
they will but the on the other side there will be great apostasy by the faithless apostasy po in other words meaning yung total rejection nila sa panginoon that they truly decide to themselves na hindi ako susunod kay lord kahit alam ko na dear siya hindi ako susunod kay lord so lalaganap ang apostasy sa mundo another thing tribulation is a time of severe persecution of god's people in a time of God's judgment against the world. Nasaan na John 3.16? Because, di ba, for God so loved the world that He gave His Son, Jesus Christ. That was before rapture, my friends. That's why ang, ang message natin ngayon, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Because when the rapture happens, now God's attitude towards the world will change. It's gonna be now about judgment and, and discipline rather than about love and mercy and grace. So, bakit po mi, mi tribulation? Because this is a time of persecution and a time of judgment. Time of persecution and time of judgment. Para nabanggit ko po mi, nakita po ko sa comment last week. Nakahit po tayo as a church ay hindi po tayo makaranas ng tribulation magandang pag-aaral pa din po to sa atin because this will give us awareness yung mga taong hindi makakatanggap kay Jesus, hindi makakakilala kay Jesus, sila po yung makakaranas ng mga bagay na pag-aaralan natin this morning. And so it's my prayer na it will stir your heart to, to, to have that sense of joy-filled urgency to call people to Christ. To call people to Christ. So, Ano po ba ibig sabihin ng tribulation? Dalawang meaning po ito. I think, skip tayo sa slide uh, May dalawang meaning po ng tribulation. The first um, is persecution. Persecution meaning external, physical pressure. Ang tribulation po, despite there will be a lot of people who are gonna die, but there are still a lot of people who will have this feeling of trap. In fact, may mga verses po sa Revelation na sinasabi, people will wish to die, but they will not die. Because ang purpose ng tribulation is para magkaroon ka ng physical pressure, na, yung feeling na trap ka na gusto mo nang makawala, pero hindi ka makawala. Because you're under God's wrath and judgment. The second meaning of tribulation is anxiety. Kung kanina, external, physical, ngayon naman, another meaning of tribulation is internal psychological pressure, the feeling of emotional desperation and helplessness. In fact, sa, sa, may mga verses, I think two to three verses in Revelation where people would just simply don't have any hope anymore despite gusto na magka-hope, pinipili nilang huwag na lang magka-hope because the situation is so bad and the situation is so severe. So, Tribulation is an external persecution and an internal effect of anxiety sa mundo. Ang characteristics po ng tribulation, three characteristics, quickly lang din po ito. The first one, it will be a unique period. It will be a unique period in time and people will seek escape by death instead escape to life. Mas pipili ng taong mamatay na lang sila. Ganun po kalala yung mangyayari. Mas pipili nilang mamatay na lang kaysa makaligtas sila at mabuhay pa din. Because the whole world 
is going to experience great suffering. The second thing is it will be a definite period. Ibig sabihin po, it's going to happen for sure. It will happen and nothing will stop it. The third thing is that it will be a global period. Hindi lang po mangyayari yun sa Middle East, sa Asia, sa, 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 sa Americas. It will happen throughout the whole world. And so, because it's gonna happen throughout the whole world, wala pong makakaligtas. Walang sino man makakaligtas sa years of tribulation that awaits to those people na walang Jesus sa buhay nila. And so, ready na po tayo pasadahan ang tribulation na po. <laughs> ready na po ba kayo? <laughs> Sige po. Okay po. So what happens during the tribulations or the, during the seven years of great suffering and pain? Medyo bibilisan po natin kasi madami po talaga mangyayari. Pero pwede po natin ito isummarize sa tatlong seven. Okay po, tatlong seven para maalala nyo lang din po for everyone. The first is the seven seals. Then there is the seven trumpets. And then there is the seven vials or bowls. Seven seals, seven trumpets, seven bowls. Yung seven seals at yung seven trumpets, mga kapatid, these are only partial judgment. In other words, hindi pa to yung full judgment ng Panginoon. It's only a part of God's judgment. And as we move along, you would see how severe and tragic even partial judgment pa lang ng Panginoon. But once we get into the bowls, seven bowls, it will be so severe. It will be so tragic. And that will compose the full judgment ng ating Panginoon. So, let us dive into it. Mag-start po tayo sa Revelation chapter 4 and chapter 5. Hindi na po natin babasahin. I encourage you, brothers and sisters, na basahin niyo po to sa bahay, yung buong Revelations. Gamitin niyo po yung magiging study notes natin na i-release po natin within today. And download it and read through the Revelation using this study guide. At ma-appreciate niyo po kung gano uh, ka-visual ang mga pangyayari na, na mangyayari this uh, sa, sa tribulation. But let's start with Revelation chapter 4 and 5. Here, ano nangyari dito? John's eyes were opened to see the visions of things to come. And then at this same chapters, he saw Christ. In fact, sobrang glorious ng moment ito. But he saw Christ as the only person who has the capacity to take the scroll and open the scroll. In fact, John sabi ng Bible, he wept Kasi no one in the heavens were able to open the scroll. Neither the angels, neither the elders, only Jesus is worthy to actually take the scroll and open that scroll. And so Revelation chapter 4 and 5, John saw in his vision that it was Jesus, the Lamb and the Lion, who took that scroll and he opened it um, at that time. Ano po ba ang, ano, bakit po ba importante yung pagbukas ng scroll? Because the opening of the scroll signifies the beginning of the end of the age. And the beginning of the wrath and the judgment of God. Now, Revelation 6, what happens next? Ito na po, punta na tayo sa seven seals. Ano ang first seal? Yung nabuksan po yung first seal, 
Uh, naglagay po ako dito ng konting title para siguro po hopefully maging aware din po tayo uh, sa mga sa mga ano po yung mga mangyayari for each seal and, and trumpets and bowls. Pero for the first seal, it's the conqueror. Christ opens the first of the seven sealed scroll at nung na-open ng seal, ano po yung nangyayari? There came a rider on a white horse which is the Antichrist and he appears in the world at gagamit siya ng diplomacy, gagamit siya ng government power for what purpose? To unite all the world under his reign. So sa pag-open ng unang scroll, the Antichrist will appear to this world. And he will establish a one-rule government sa mundong ito. Ang dahil po natin pwede pag-aralan, pero we'll move on for the sake of time. The second scroll in Revelation 6 chapter uh, verse 3 to 4, this, this, this will be conflict on earth. Ano mangyayari when the second scroll is opened? There will be an unprecedented kind of conflict sa mundo. And it will be an introduction of great world wars. Great world wars. Diba, isa po sa mga fear ng mundo ngayon is magkaroon ng World War Four, Right? But in the tribulation, it will be a normal thing na magkakaroon ng great world wars throughout the world. The third seal, pag nabuksan ng third seal, ano mangyayari? There will be scarcity of the earth. It will begin the suffering of famine and inflation because of the aftermath of the war. In fact, nung natapos po yung World War II, at uh, World War II pa lang naman po, di ba? Wala pang World War III. Ayun, so nag-skip ako ng isang war. Pero after World War II, sobra yung baksak ng ekonomiya sa buong mundo. And that will happen also after the war. There will become and begin great suffering in terms of food and inflation. Mga kapatid, may mga bansa pa rin po ngayon, even right now, that is still suffering because of World War II. And that's just not yet the end of age. Imagine how much more in the end of age yung suffering about sa food at sa economy at sa water. The fourth seal. Yes, the fourth seal. There will be widespread death on earth. And look at this. In death, but in this case, it totals one-fourth of the people and living creatures. In other words, magkakaroon ng widespread death sa mundo at kung bibilangin daw po natin yun as of today in terms of number, it will be around one and a half billion people. I mean, there are only less than 10 or 10 plus billion people in this world and one-fourth of it will die. I mean, grabe, widespread death. The fifth seal, so verse 9 to 11, the fifth seal will be the cry of the martyrs. Now, this is very interesting. For the sake of time, we'll just summarize this. But martyrdom of those who are converted under the preaching of the 144 Jew Jewish witnesses. During the tribulation po kasi, despite there is great suffering throughout the world, there will also be great movement of evangelism throughout the whole world. And God will use these Jewish witnesses to preach the gospel throughout the world. And those who choose to trust to believe in Jesus, they too will receive the gift of salvation. 
So, mga kapatid, may pag-asa pa rin po yung mga taong kilala natin, alam natin na hindi nila willing na tanggapin si Jesus sa mundong ito. At pag na-rapture na tayo, God will use somebody, someone else to still preach the gospel to them. Despite the great suffering and the persecution, these Jewish witnesses will be used by God mightily to spread the gospel and to give more people a chance to repent and to accept Jesus sa kanilang buhay. Now, the sixth seal, so verse 12 to 17, there will be cosmic disturbances. Grabe po ito, yung mga napapanood natin sa palabas na may mga, mga bumabaksak sa earth. Right? The wrath of God poured out in form of mighty earthquakes. And even... Um, later on, makikita po natin dito that there will also be like mga asteroid-like na babaksak sa mundo. And people will just simply call na yung mga batong ito ay lumakpak na lang sa kanila para mamatay sila. But many will not die. They will still be spared to death and will only be experiencing suffering. Imagine. The, the six seal, the first six seals, I mean, Imagine po natin, di ba? Parang kung ako lang na andon, like, ayoko na, mamatay na lang din talaga ako. And yet, mga kapatid, this only partial judgment. This is not even the full judgment yet. Look what happens on the seventh seal. When the seventh seal was opened, it was an introduction to the next waves of God's judgment, which is the seven trumpets. The ending of the first quarter of the tribulation period prepares an even more worse period called the day of God's wrath. The day of God's wrath. So, if you're okay, mahabatid, kung okay pa po kayo, let's move on into the next sets of judgment ng Panginoon in this tribulation time. The first trumpet. The first trumpet is called vegetation struck. One-third of all trees and green grass being burned by hail, fire, and blood. I mean, imagine one-third of the whole world is burning with fire. And all the trees and all the grass will be withered away. So, hindi na po tayo sa park or ano ba, wala na tayong ano ba, mga forest forest. Because it will all be burned in fire. The second trumpet in verse 8 to 9 of Revelation 8, the sea struck. There will be surfer, surfer, sulfur. Okay. Falling into the sea and destroying a third part of the sea and all living creatures in it, and the third shipping and the third of the shipping vessels. Even Mabarko, mga fish, all this will not be spared by the second trumpet. The third trumpet, the waters struck. Ito po yung sinabi ko kanina. There will be a great star or a meteor. Sobrang interesting po nito. The Bible even has a name for it. Wormwood. And because the wormwood, ibig sabihin po nun is bitter. And so there will be this great star fall to fall on the fountains of waters and third of the river, rivers to turn bitter, resulting death in millions. There will be falling stars from the sky, from space, and they, when, when they fall into the water, they will turn the water to bitter, and therefore, 
there will be no water to drink. And because of this, millions will die. <laughs> the fourth trumpet, okay pa po kayo? <laughs> the fourth trumpet, the heavens struck. And look at this, one-third less sun, moonlight, and stars, extending the darkness of night. In other words, when the heavens is struck, less sun will be experienced in the world and more darkness will be more present sa mundo natin. The fifth seal or the fifth trumpet. Ito na po, medyo mas lumalala na po tayo. So fifth trumpet, sabi po dito, demon-like creatures such as scorpions and locusts will be released out of the bottomless pit and men will seek death and they will not find it. Sa fifth trumpet, may lalabas pong mga creatures na manggagaling sa bottomless pit na ang, ang, ang description po ni John dito, they are like scorpions and locusts. In fact, kung babasahin niyo po itong portion sa Revelations 9, mas descriptive po si John, in, 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 pinicture, niya, pin, pinicture out niya even yung ulo nila, yung, yung katawan nila, and they are you know, monsters and creatures that you, we don't want to even see. And they will persecute people, pero ano mangyayari? Death will not find them. They will only experience pain and suffering. The sixth trumpet. Ano po ang sa sixth trumpet? The sixth trumpet is the angels from Euphrates. Okay po. Nag-flicker po ang screen natin. So ang sixth trumpet po is the angels of Euphrates. 200 million horsemen, demon spirit like death angels, who will kill one-third of the people. I mean, kung nagbibilang po kayo ngayon sa kamay nyo, nung seven seals, one-third, one-fourth na ng taong namatay. And this one, yung, yung mga locust creature like monster, they will persecute people. And these angels who are like, what, demon spirit like death angels will kill one-third of the people. Ilan lang po kayo matitira sa mundo natin. But this is just only the sixth trumpet. The seventh trumpet, sabi po ng Revelations 11, verse 15 to 19, is a transition to the full judgment of God. At this, at the seventh trumpet, the kingdom is proclaimed. There will be an announcement of the most severe set of judgment yet to happen. So, recap lang po tayo, hinga-hinga po tayo ng konti. Meron po tayo yung first seven seals. And then we just run through the seven trumpets. And now we're gonna enter into the seven bowls. Ang ganda po ng description ni John dito. When the seventh trumpet was released, the angels, one of the angels was given the bowls to pour it out on earth. And this is the first bowl na mangyayari. The first bowl is loathsome source. There will be giant source. Mga sugat po na basta lang lilitaw sa mga katawan natin. And this source will be so painful that even some commentary says that even animals will lick to our source. Even dogs, 
and other uh, creatures will actually lick to the stores or this giant stores na magiging parpo ng katawan ng mga tao. The second bowl that will be released is that sea will turn to blood. And sabi po ng description dito, sea turning it to blood as a dead man and everything, everything, living creature in the sea died. Kung yun na sa trumpet, one-fourth lang, one-third lang, on this judgment right here, every sea creature will die. Imagine the whole waters of the world is blood. Ver, uh, and the third bowl that will be released is all the waters, uh, all the waters turn to blood. All the rivers and other sources of water turns to blood. Yung second bowl, dahil po sa mga namatay na hayop ng, 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 ng tubig, their blood became the, the result of some of the parts of the waters to turn blood. But on the fourth, on the third bowl, in short talaga, that this judgment will turn every water to blood. Hindi ko po alam, hindi ko po ma-imagine siguro kahit yung mga mineral water natin, kahit wala yung connected dun sa water source, sa rivers o sa dagat, it will turn to blood. The fourth bowl is men are scorched. The sun's heat until God, until ungodly men blasphemy the name of God. What will happen on this fourth judge, fourth bowl judgment is yung init po ng araw will be so, so high. In fact, may mga, may mga figures po na it will be more, seven or more times hotter than the usual sun. I mean, kung nainitan po kayo ngayon sa Pilipinas, imagine seven or more times hotter. And what will happen is people will not repent. They will simply blaspheme the name of God. Sasabihin nila, Lord, bakit? Diba? They will complain, they will blaspheme God for what's, for the suffering that they are experiencing in this particular judgment. The fifth bowl is darkness and pain. Now look at this. Will Darkness and pain, there will Cause, there will be cause of darkness to cover the throne of the Antichrist and his entire kingdom. In fact, may mga commentary po sinasasabi na this particular judgment here, there will only be darkness. Walang magiging araw sa kingdom ni Antichrist sa mundong ito. But there will be light and sun to those Jewish people or to those people who accepted Jesus as they come together, they will experience light. This is also somehow a picture of yung nangyari po sa Exodus, di ba? Um, wherein uh, the Egyptian people and, and nation were in full darkness, pero yung tirahan ng mga Jewish people are experiencing light and sun. The sixth bowl is the Euphrates dried up. Now, Euphrates po, isa po siyang river physical river, actually, kung makikita niyo po sa mapa at igugugal niyo po, ang Euphrates River ay isa pong mga bansa kung nasan siya ngayon ay nasa Iraq. Iran and Iraq. Ang sabi po ng sixth bowl na ito, on the judgment na ito, is that the Euphrates River will dry up. Sends lying demon spirits out to the kings of the whole world to bring them down 
to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. So, mayayari po sa fifth or sa sixth bowl, pag na-pour out na siya sa mundo, is yung river ng Euphrates ay matutuyo. At dahil sa pagtuyo ng river na to, there will be spirit out of this river released to the whole world. At ang gagawin niya is tatawagin niya iba't ibang mga world leader na magkaisa sa Antichrist at sila ay in preparation to this great battle which we know in modern contemporary culture as Armageddon. So kung medyo familiar po kayo sa mga sa mga yung mga mga palabas or mga books or even contemporary culture Armageddon is that great battle that will happen at the end of age So ha, ha, um isasamon niya lahat ng iba't ibang worldly kingdom at magsasanib pwersa silang lahat to fight who to fight Israel the nation of God And then the seventh bowl the last of the full judgment of God, the seventh bowl, is the earth utterly shaken. Results, sin, a judgment of Almighty God that destroys the entire world system and judges all unsaved men severely. So the seventh bowl, the greatest among all the judgments, the seven seals, the seven trumpets, the seven bowls, this is the, mo- the greatest of all. The earth will be shaken. Hindi lang to like normal earthquake. The earth will be shaken so bad that people and all the system of the world and the judges will experience destruction. Yung pag-shake ng world na to, hindi lang po physical shaking na literal mag-shake ang mundo. Even the system of the world will be shaken as men will suffer severely. So this seventh bowl is the summary of God's judgment in the tribulation. I hope how you I don't know how you feel about that or how you feel about those 21 uh, 21 ba? 7, 7, 7, 21 judgments of God. I mean feel ko hindi na po ko hindi na po ko matitira pag sa 21st pero the Bible is clearly telling us that there will be people still living at those days. And they will not die because they are destined to suffer, especially those who still reject God as Lord and King. But after this chapter in Revelation 16, if we look at Revelation 18, this will happen next week na po natin pag-aaralan, but the collapse of the Antichrist and the greatest battle of all time. I mean, kung pag-aaralan na po natin ito, sobrang epic po siya. Siguro mas higit pa siya sa any action movie na panood niyo po. Pero this battle is so great. It's so amazing that it gives us hope, even tayo as a church, that there's no greater force or there's no greater enemy that can triumph over our God. Because He is the all-powerful God of all. Seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven bowls. Before we move on, po, I, I want to spend just very, very shortly and quickly on the role of worship in this story of the end of age. And we, we don't have time to look at every portion, 
Pero, um, the role of worship in the book of Revelation, it's so evident. Kitang-kita po sa, bu- sa book ng Revelation, how in the midst of all this judgment, sa mga transition ng iba't ibang mga judgment, John will be given an opportunity to have a glimpse of heaven on how the angels and the people are responding to God's act of judgment over the world. And there is a picture of an ongoing praise for God's glory, justice, righteousness, power, and might. In fact, may mga part po sa mga transition, ayan po yung mga scripture reference, makikita nyo din po yan sa chat and even sa study notes. But as, as you look at those scripture reference, makikita nyo, in between mga judgment, in between sa mga seals, mga trumpets, mga bowls, there is a glimpse of the angels, the elders, and the people responding to God in honor, in worship. For, at ang response po nila is that, God, you are worthy. God, you are righteous. God, you are just. You are true. You are powerful. And it reminds us, it reminds us that in all of these things na nangyayari sa mundo natin, sa mga mangyayari pa at the end of the age, there is always space and moments where we can turn all our fears and all our worries and all our doubts into focusing on who God is, that everything na nangyayari sa mundo natin is worthy of His praise, is worthy of His glory and honor. Amen. And um, Revelation 7, me praise break. Revelation 11, me praise break. Revelation 15 and 16, me praise break. It's all over Revelations how the role or the, the value of worshiping God is displayed um, in, in, in the picture in the midst of suffering, in the midst of persecution. Sinabi ko po dyan, while the earth is full of God's wrath, the heavens is filled with God's praise. Nung una po kasi akala ko, ang tingin ko, Lord, pag nangyayari yung tribulation, hindi ba nalulungkot yung mga angel? Kasi, di ba, nagsasuffer yung mga tao sa mundo. Again, I was reminded, because the age of God's mercy and grace has come to an end. Now is the fullness of time for judgment. And because God is a righteous judge, because God is a righteous judge, the angels are not sad na may suffering sa mundo. They're actually rejoicing because God, ang, 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 if you read their scripture reference, ang sasabi nila, Holy, holy are you, Lord. You are worthy. You are just. You are righteous. In other words, sa, sa modern Tagalog words, sasabi nila, Lord, tamang-tama yung ginagawa mo. Talagang ito talaga yung dapat mangyari. At karapat dapat kang papurihan at pasalamatan dahil ginagawa mo yung ginagawa mo sa mundo. Judgment is set and due on time, mga kapatid. You will, don't expect that heavens will be sad because of sin and pain and suffering in the world. We, ngayon po sa mundo natin, we are living in the days where in the glimpse of the New and even in the Old Testament, that the heavens can also have a glimpse in a time of of unsettlement because of what's happening here on earth. 
That's why Jesus sent His Son. That's why God sent His Son. Because there was so much sin and pain in the world, He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, so that He can bring salvation to all. But when the judgment come at the end of age, wala na pong, there will not be a moment na parang malulungkot si Lord or ang heavens. No, they will all be focused on God. You are worthy of this judgment. You're worthy of this act. You are righteous. Because the end has come. For habang nandito pa po tayo at the last days, so let's have the benefit, let's receive the benefit of, of in our pain and suffering, God also is experiencing pain in His heart. That's why He loves us so much that He gave His Son to die on the cross, to rose again from the grave, so that he can demonstrate that he's greater than our pain, greater than our suffering. So, ano dapat po ang posture natin? What should be our posture? And that's where we turn into our scripture earlier this morning. Romans 10. Our posture should be that we own the call. We own this call that binigay po ng Panginoon sa atin. Isaysayin po natin. Verse 1, sinabi po dito ni Paul, Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God and for Israelites is that they may be saved. So, uh, we'll, this are the Paul, na yung mga taong may iwan during the, rap, during the tribulation, the Israelites and even those not believing people who will believe in God during the tribulation, desire at prayer din ni Paul that they too will be saved. For I can testify about them that they are zealous for God, but their zeal is not based on knowledge. Since they did not know the righteousness of God and sought to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. Because Christ is the culmination of the law so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. You know, one of the reasons why people don't know about the good news, basically, despite ang, 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 ang context nito is pinag-uusapan ni Paul yung mga Israelites people, but it's also true to humanity that sometimes people don't know there is a good news because they think they have to work it on their own. Kaya nangyayari, parang nangyayari sa kanila, they did not know the righteousness of God. Kaya anong ginagawa nila? They seek to establish their own. Mahapati, there are a lot of people today are seeking to establish their own way to heaven. They are seeking to establish their own way to salvation. They are seeking to establish their own way of being right with God. But the Bible is clear. They did not submit to God's righteousness because the way you submit to God's righteousness is when you accept that Jesus is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life of our lives. Kaya sinabi po ng verse 4, Christ is the culmination of the law. In other words, si Jesus Christ, siya yung fulfillment of the law. He was the one who's only, the only person who fully satisfied the requirement of the law. For what reason? So that every single person, everyone can be made right with God through Him. So that there may be righteousness for everyone who believe. Kaya, 
John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God did not send His Son to condemn the world but to redeem the world and allow Himself to be the usher towards a peace with God. Verse 5, Moses write this about righteousness that is by the law. So may konting explanation lang di po dito. The person who does these things will live by them, but the righteousness that is by faith says, do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? Look at this. What does it say? We, we say that the word is near you, it is in your mouth and in your heart and then the apostle paul says in here the message concerning the faith we proclaim and then we have that famous verse that if you declare with your mouth that jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. In other words, sinasabi lang po dito ni Paul, in order to fully receive the gift of salvation of Jesus Christ, there are two major things, two steps that you can take to receive. First, you declare with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. In other words, binibikas po natin sa puso natin, we are making a decision a, um, um, pardon, an informed uh, decision that Jesus is our King, He is our leader, He is in authority of our lives. We openly declare that, we speak that in our mouth. Kaya nga po pa nagpe-pray tayo, we want it to be spoken out because there is power when we declare things in our lives. But the second thing is that you believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead. In other words, we don't just confess it, but we stand true to it in our hearts, believing that no matter what you hear from the devil, externally and even internally, you have a firm foundation in your heart that you stand on, which is that Jesus, God has raised Jesus from the dead to demonstrate that He is more powerful than our sin, more powerful than our death, and then, sabi ng Bible, you will be saved. Amen. You will be saved. Because anyone who believes in Him, verse 11, will never be put to shame. Those who believe in Him will never be put to shame. Kaya, sinabi ni po ni Paul dito, kaya there is no difference if you are an Israelite or if you are a Gentile. Tayo po, spiritually, we are Gentile people. We're not the original chosen people of God. But because when Jesus came down to this earth, He made a way for every single person of us. And therefore, sinabi in verse 12, the same Lord is Lord of all, richly blessed all who call on Him. Because everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Right? Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved save. So, hindi na po kailangan maging Israelites tayo to receive the benefit of salvation. Just be who you are and whoever you are this morning, God is granting you an opportunity to receive the gift of salvation because of what Jesus had done.
for you and for me. Pero, we transition to verse 14, 15, and then a series of questions po si Paul dito. So how can they call on the one they have not believed in? Right? Paano, paano, paano tatawag yung mga tao sa, sa taong hindi nila, wala silang pagkakataon na paniwalaan? Right? How can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? Paano silang maniniwala dun sa tao na hindi pa nila napapakinggan kung sino siya? How can they hear without someone preaching to them? Paano nila malalaman patungkol sa taong to kung walang magsasabi patungkol sa taong to? How can anyone preach unless they are sent? How can, how can people live the God-given calling and purpose in their lives if they are not released to live it out? Kung tali pa rin sila dun sa quote-unquote law. Because at is it written, din kinote ni Paul, ang scripture sa Isaiah, how beautiful are the feet of the ones who brings the good news. The word beautiful po dito, ibig sabihin po nun, how timely are those people. In other words, God calls people to call people. Amen. And the question is, are you willing to be called? And are you willing to receive that call? But at, at the same time, are you willing to call others back to Him? Because... You know, ang katotohanan, verse 16, not all Israelites accepted the good news, sabi ni Paul. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ, about Christ, the word about Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Tanong to ni Paul, um, kay Lord, Lord, did they not hear? Di ba narinig na nila patungko sa mabuting balita? And then, and then sabi dito, of course, they, they heard. Their voice has gone out into all the earth and the words to the ends of the world. And then, verse 19, again I ask, did Israel not understand? And first, Moses says, I will make you envious by those who are not a nation and I will make you angry by a nation who has no understanding. In other words, sinasabi po dito ng, um, in response that God will give opportunity those, to those people who are not Israelites. At yung mga Israelites, they will envy those who are not Israelites kasi nabigyan sila ng blessing ng pang-Israelites talaga initially. But because the Israelites were disobedient to God, disregarding who God is, the door was made open to all of us. And then Isaiah in verse 20, and Isaiah boldly says, I was found by those who did not seek me, and I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. You know, that is God saying to you and to me, I was found by those who did not seek me. Madalas yung sabi natin, nahanap ko si Lord sa gantong sitwasyon o natagpuan ko si Lord sa gantong sitwasyon. That may be, okay, true in a sense, but the greater truth to that is God found you. Amen. We were lost in darkness. We were lost in sin. We were lost in shame and in pain. But because our God, who is so good, came reaching out to us, came searching for us, 
came finding for us until that moment came nung naintindihan mo kung gaano ka kamahal ng Panginoon at kung ano yung ginawa niya sa buhay mo and you willingly stepped out in response to his great love and says yes lord i declare that you are my lord and i believe in my heart that you are my savior this is our story we are not people who who seek god we are people who what seek our own will our own pleasure our own goals and dreams in life but because god is so good as the last part of that verse i revealed myself to them i revealed myself to them so what should be our posture in this own the calling angkinin mo yung tawag ng panginoon sa buhay mo kasi if you don't you will keep living your life lost in search for your calling but god has already given a calling to you and to me whom shall i send whom shall i use whom shall i release whom shall i send out i believe god is calling you and calling me today to in response to who he is sa buhay po natin and i, I want to end with with this verse Ephesians. so what is our part as we own the call of god our part is to make the most of every opportunity make the most of every opportunity Ephesians 5:15 to 20 sabi po dito ni apostle paul be very careful then how you live not as unwise but as wise making the most of every opportunity bakit because the days are evil therefore do not be foolish but understand what the lord's will is do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery instead be filled with the spirit speaking to one another with psalm hymns and songs from the spirit and sing and make music from your heart to the lord always giving thanks to god the father for everything in the name of our lord jesus christ so mga patid, ano po yung part po natin sa, sa story na to? Despite, yes, we know in tribulation, wala na tayo as a church. We are up in the presence of God. But while we are waiting for the return of Christ in rapture, what should be our part? Let's make every opportunity. Let's make most of every opportunity. Because the days are evil. The days that we live in, the last days that we're living in, it's gonna be full of evil. Kaya, in response, how do we live our lives? We live our lives not as unwise, but as wise. As wise. So how do we live wisely? We understand the Lord's will. What is the Lord's will? That we don't get drunk on our own selfish nature, but we are filled 
with the Spirit. Because when you are filled with the Spirit, then you live the Lord's will. And when you live the Lord's will, you will live as wise. And when you live as wise, you're you making the most of every opportunity. And when you're making the most of every opportunity, you're living the life that you're called to live. Our days are short, Mahapatid. As we have studied last week, rapture can happen anytime. But we do not fear rapture, right? We look forward for that day. And di ba po, pag excited tayo sa isang bagay, we do everything in preparation for that moment. Di ba pag may gala tayo, may outing, hindi tayo makatulog, nag-aayos tayo ng gamit, making sure everything is ready, may that same anticipation and excitement fill our hearts. That as we await the moment like a twinkling of an eye where we would meet our Jesus face to face, while we wait, we involve ourselves to call all people to Christ, leading them to have an opportunity to believe in their hearts and declare with their mouth that Jesus is Lord because when they do, sila din po ay makakatanggap ng pangako the blessed hope, eternal life with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So umagang ito, if you're joining with us and this is your first time joining us and you want to respond to the invitation of Jesus to make Him your Lord and your Savior this morning. This is the day that God has made for you. This is not an accident. God has called you to be in this service. God has called you to be in this moment. And He is giving you an opportunity to step out in faith, to declare with your mouth and believe in your heart that He is Lord and receive that promise of salvation. But at the same time, if you are this person watching right now, we're in, you know to yourself that you fell away from God. Or baka life happens and you choose, you know, suddenly series of decisions we're in, you find yourself far from God. You find yourself turned away from God. You were once very passionate and dedicated, but over the series of times, as life goes on, we grew cold in our hearts. God is not done with you yet. He is calling you still to return to Him and to allow Him to work in your life so that you can live the call of God for you. So if you're that person, we're going to give you an opportunity to, to respond in prayer this morning. And when we do, kahit hindi ko po naririnig, Openly declare this with your mouth and believe it in your heart. For we know the power of God at work when we truly give ourselves to Him at this moment. So if you're that person, sige po, sunod po kayo sa prayer na to. And let's declare this together. Lord Jesus, maraming salamat po sa pagkakataon na ito na muli itinagpunyo po ako sa presensya mo. Salamat Lord dahil hindi ka give up sa akin. Despite many times that I have fallen away from you, many times that I have turned my life away from you, you keep on chasing after us. 
so that you can give me an opportunity to receive your promise of salvation and eternal life. At this moment, I open my heart to you. I declare with my mouth that you are Lord and believe in my heart that you are raised from the dead so that you can overcome the power of sin, the power of death in my life. And because of that promise, I believe with all my heart that I am saved. So Jesus, take my life, help me to live for you, and help me to follow you every single day. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. For those po na ating pumakapatira na nanonood sa umagang ito, and as we close this time in prayer, and for benediction po ni Pastor Oweng, I just want to pray for you that we may continue to grow um, with a sense of joy-filled urgency sa puso natin as we see the day approaching. And so, Father, I pray, Lord, for every single person, Lord, especially kami po na mga nananampalataya na po sa inyo, Lord, we pray, Lord, that as we live our daily lives, may you allow us to live the call that you have placed in our hearts so that we may live our lives fulfilling your purpose and your will. Tulungan niyo po kami, Lord, ano man pong kaparaanan ang binibigay niyo po sa amin for us to be able to call all people. Help us, God. Give us the courage. Give us the boldness to share this good news to them. For we know, Lord, as long as we live in these last days, your patience is salvation to us. We offer these things to you. I know, Lord, that in, your, in the work of your Spirit, you will show us, reveal to us, and guide us how we can live our lives calling all people within us, around us, to you. We offer these things to you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.